Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. There are those on the right who argue that the midterms are in the bag for the GOP, while others on the left say not so fast. President Biden's agenda is popular with most people when you break it down. But what if the political reality is a lot more complicated and we have to get past the headlines and really reconsider what we think we know about midterm elections? How can history be our guide and how we can check out what's happening now and what comes next in 2022? Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, it is time to think again, especially as we wrap up 2021 and start rolling our way into 2022. And, of course, a crucial midterm on the political side of things. And so in our first segment today, we really want to get into just some facts, just some things that we know for sure. And this comes from our friend uh, Kristen Soltis Anderson, uh, who's been on the program a number of times, and she put out uh, what she called her 100 facts you need one year from the midterm. So we're uh, a little less than that now, a little less than one year from the midterm elections. And this is what I loved about what Kristen did is she, these are not uh, prognostications. This is not what the talking heads are mulling over. She just kind of lays out the facts. And uh, she actually started doing this as a result of being in a fantasy football league. And uh, any of you who follow fantasy football or are regular readers of ESPN's Matthew Berry, uh, he does this every year before the football season. He tries to take all the emotion out of it of, you know, which player is going to be a bust and who's going to have an epic year and be an MVP candidate or who's going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, It's not about any of those. It's just the facts. It's just things that you should consider uh, as you look at all of those kinds of things. And uh, so uh, we do need to remember that even facts uh, have a lot of opinion in them. Kristen points that out as well. But I want to dive into some of these. Again, we're about a year away from the midterm elections. And so let's just go through some facts, just some things that are out there uh, that we're going to watch, things that we're going to monitor, and things that might be indicators in terms of where we're going. Uh, so here's one for you. In the last 80 years, all but two midterms, saw the president's own party lose seats in the House of Representatives. Uh, So the only exceptions to that were 1998 and then 2002, uh, just after 9-11. Those are the only times that uh, in the last 80 years, 
where the president in power, that that president's political party didn't lose seats in the House of Representatives. Uh, here's an interesting one for you. In 2009, uh, one, year, one year after the historic election of Barack Obama to the presidency, Republican, Republicans flipped both the governor's race in Virginia uh, as well as New Jersey. Uh, why does that matter? Well, we just saw a few weeks ago that Republicans flipped the race in Virginia uh, and just about did it in New Jersey. It was close, but uh, Democrats held on there uh, in New Jersey. Also interesting, we'll kind of stay on this line for a moment. In 2009, one year before the big red wave election that saw a net gain of 63 seats for the Republicans in the House, uh, the ABC Washington Post poll saw Republicans hold a three-point lead in what they call a generic battle ballot. Uh, excuse me, that uh, questions which party's candidate would you rather vote for. That same poll done recently here in 2021 on the generic ballot, the Republicans have a 10-point lead on that same question. So again, those are all indicators that those on the Republican side of the aisle are going to point to and say, see, see, we're, we're going to flip the House and the Senate and uh, take control of Congress. Uh, on the other hand, <laughs> there are facts that say, not so fast. Uh, there are a host of things that uh, we saw play out. Here's some interesting things. Uh, when you look at the at President Biden's numbers uh, and compare them, so President Biden took office with a job approval rating of about 55 percent. President Obama, when he took office, he had a job approval of 63 percent. President Trump took office uh, with an approval rating of 44. So 55 for President Biden, 63 for President Obama, 44 for President Trump. And then one year into the presidency, President Trump's approval rating had fallen from 44 to 38. Uh, At this point in the Obama administration, uh, he had fallen 17 points to 46 percent. Joe Biden kind of splits the difference on this one. His approval has uh, obviously just fallen right around 40, uh, 42-ish, depending on on the poll. Uh, so, So that's an interesting thing. Now, if you're a Democrat, here's some things. Again, statistics, these are just data points, just data points uh, on competitive seats held by Democrats in the United States Senate. Uh, there are several that are put into this at risk category for 2022. Uh, Raphael Warnock uh, from Georgia, Arizona's Mark Kelly, New Hampshire's Maggie uh, Hassan and Nevada's Catherine Cortez Ma- uh, Masto. Uh Interesting. So you could say, Democrats, you should be worried. Those are all at risk. Interestingly, data point, Joe Biden won all four of those states by varying margins, but he he won them, won them all. On the flip side of that, if you look at the Republican side of the aisle, of course, you have Rob Portman retiring in Ohio, uh, but that is a state that Donald Trump won by eight points. You could also uh, look at Pennsylvania, Pat Toomey retiring, uh, Senator Richard Byrd down in North Carolina. Uh, Those are are much tighter races. Uh, So uh, as you look at all of those data points as we roll into 2022, uh, we are a lifetime away from the midterm elections. A lot is going to happen. A lot is going to unfold. Here's the data points that I think are most important. So whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, or an Independent today, 58% of Americans, 58%, that's a big number, say the Republican Party is out of touch with the concerns of most people. Not to be outdone, 62% of Americans say the Democrat 
party is out of touch with the concerns of most people these days. And 63% of Americans say the country's off track, uh, that we are on the, the wrong path right now in terms of where we need to be heading. Again, coming out of the pandemic and uh, moving into a real crucial phase for the country. Uh, so it's fun to play with all of those data points. I think uh, if you were a consultant on the right, uh, you'd have plenty to work with. If you were a consultant on the left, you got plenty to work with. And I think that's part of the reason why we saw just in the last week that the Democrats and Republicans got together and decided, okay, we'll just punt the ball once again on funding the government so we won't shut the government down. We won't have that big battle. And we'll deal with the debt ceiling. We'll just jack that up for another year so that we don't have to deal with either of those during the election year. Now, I think the important thing for you to remember as a voter is that decision was really made by four people. Not 435 in the House and 100 in the Senate. Not those 535 people. Just four people really made that decision. And it was Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell in the Senate. It was Speaker Pelosi and Representative McCarthy in the House. Two Republicans, two Democrats. And they basically decided, you know what? We have our talking points for 2022. We feel comfortable. We can take this message to the American people. Uh, And so let's just sign off on this uh, continuing resolution thing to to fund the government and to raise the debt ceiling. Uh, and we'll take our chances in 2022. Uh, now, I would remind you, that's not the way it's supposed to be done. We can do better than that. Uh, I am actually going to say it on air today. I 110% agree with Bernie Sanders. And I 110% agree with Joe Manchin that what we really ought to do is put these bills on the floor and let them be debated in front of the American people and then force those that we have elected to go cast votes to actually go cast votes. Because if they cast votes, then we, the people, can actually hold them accountable, which is the most important data point of all. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.